This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the Australian GT Championship, which was entering its endurance phase in New Zealand with Tony Whitlock. I hope you'll stay with us. Tony Whitlock joins us on the line now. And Tony, uh, Hampton Downs 500 run last weekend. And uh, interesting to see, whilst it wasn't a huge field, there was a lot of quality in about the uh, cars and competitors. Yes, there was, Craig. It was a terrific event. Um, first time I'd been at the new longer Hampton Downs track. And uh, it, it was a, a race of coming and going. Unfortunately, there were a number of uh, penalties. Um, that uh, you know had a, a major impact on competitors such as Alvaro Parente and uh, Fraser Ross, uh, which uh, ended up they were sort of two or three laps down. Very fast, but two or three laps down. Other penalties were pre-race with people going over blend line things like that, which unfortunately set the grid. But they were the things that determined the race result. Um, Peter Hackett put in a wonderful first stint in the. Mercedes and uh, Dominic took over halfway through roughly lap 60 of the 120-something laps. And um, they had the, the race for a large part of it. Tony uh, Quinn and um, the resident driver at the Highlands Park, Andrew Waite, having his first drive with Tony Quinn in a McLaren 650, which, interestingly, that's the very original McLaren that Tony bought some years ago, won a championship with Clark Quinn, uh, won probably quite a few races in the GT Championship, still very, very uh, successful. Um, but I suppose the biggest thing about the uh, event, quite apart from Mercedes getting a first and a third, but the biggest thing about the event was probably that uh, the continuing great form by Jackson Evans. Uh, a very good and another of the great young New Zealand drivers. He combined with Tim Miles, who's certainly what you'd call a veteran, um, and uh, he has been around motorsport for a long time, very close friend of most of the people in the sport, including uh, Andy McElray. And um, they, uh, Jackson Evans and Tim Miles, after winning two of the rounds in the Endurance Championships, the first two rounds, finished second, um, only about 30 seconds down on Hackett and Story, but I think it was a probably uh, slightly false event in that uh, uh, Story and Hackett always had the situation covered. But it was a great event. I'm not sure at all of what the crowd was like. Uh, fortunately, race day was uh, good weather all day, so that didn't have a massive impact on the result either. But it was... a uh, it was a good race, and you know, I mean, it's hard to think of a field of sort of 13, 14 cars making a good event, but uh, it was good. Um, I suppose one of the other surprises it was another third place for Tony D'Alberto, who was paired up with Max Twig in a uh, Mercedes, and uh, they got a third. And you know, Twiggy usually uh, does a good result in these situations. The Walkinshaw run Porsche 911, it's a GT3R with uh, Liam Talbot and John Martin in it. They had pole position, they were fast, but they ran into electrical problems. They had uh, had to replace certain components. Um, the other team that ran into electrical problems was the Steve Richards and uh, Dylan O'Keefe car, an M6 run by Steve Richards team. That, they had problems in, in DNFing, as did the uh, Mercedes of uh, Mark Griffin and uh, 
Scott Hooky. But look, it's a good event. I'm looking forward to getting the Highlands. It's one of those uh, pretty amazing sort of tracks. I think this is going to be the last time in the foreseeable future when um, the uh, Highlands will be the final race of the GT Endurance Cup. Now, I understand that it's just been announced that uh, uh, next year's championship, GT championship, um, will be um, starting not at Adelaide. I think the opening round may be uh, in the inaugural international event at Tailand Bend, uh, which is pretty exciting news. It's certainly one I'll make sure I get to, because that will be uh, one hell of a, uh, a racetrack. Tony Quinn, uh, who I spoke to at the weekend, um, he, uh, you know, he'd said about how not being in Adelaide was certainly not a handicap to the GT Series, and certainly if you think about it, in the last two years, there have been major accidents that have happened in Turn 1, and certainly taken out two or three cars, so that's not a, a great thing to start this season, so no doubt being in a track like uh, Tail and Bend may be a far safer one with the big wide open corners and plenty of runoff, which uh, Adelaide doesn't have. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting event, certainly, uh, to see uh, Tail and Bend up and running, adding something in it, giving Adelaide for the first time, South Australia rather, the first time, two permanent circuits, first time in a long while. Tony, Hampton Downs has undergone quite a huge makeover. Could you certainly see where all that money's been spent now? Oh, yes. Look, you know, they've had garages there, but now they've got the whole structure. They've got a, a massive corporate suites above all the garages at full length. They've got a proper race control built above it. looks over the whole circuit. And yes, you can. And, and there are a number of innovations they've put in, which is standard practice now at FIA tracks. For instance, there are television monitors at virtually every corner, both into and out of those corners. So when you're sitting around at various places, you can see most corners on a TV monitor as well as being able to view the corner in front of you live. For New Zealand Motorsport, it has a, a big three weekends with the Hampton Downs 500 into Pukekohe for the supercars and then into what you mentioned before, the Highlands 501, Tony Quinn's original circuit in New Zealand. Yes, indeed. And, of course, all this is leading up to through the November is to start yet again of another Toyota series. And New Zealand over the last 10 years has built itself up to be the, the premier off-season for the Northern Hemisphere race development program for young drivers. Now there are two drivers in Formula One, Although Daniel Kvyat may not be back, but Lance Stroll is a uh, driver who came through that series. And, of course, Brendan Hartley is another one who's got a vast experience in that series as well. So, you know, everywhere you look in, in world motorsport, there are an impact somewhere on the line from drivers who have competed there. Great series, and it's a great pity that someone in Australia didn't have the foresight to actually... Uh, decide that, wow, it'd be great if we had an Australian version of that Tasman series again. What is it, Tony, that has seen New Zealand Motorsport in such a strong position? Well, I think one of the reasons is 10 years of running that Toyota series. Interestingly, Toyota have just uh, moved their uh, base for that Toyota series. They use a, a Tatus chassis made in Italy, um, and they've used, this is they're now on their second version of it, there's been an updated uh, chassis a year or two ago, um, and they use a Toyota engine, it's a, a crate engine virtually for this series, and 
The consistency of a car that, you know, they, they go in every year get, and there are, of course, a number of Australians involved in it. Bruin Beasley runs at least three or four cars and has done and runs. Um, he's signed up for several drivers for next year's series and you can compete on a level playing field. It's not, you know, having to have the latest F3 Dallara chassis. They're all in the same chassis, all the same engine, same gearboxes and just means that everybody can go and compete properly. Um, and because while none of the tracks are enormously challenging, they're tight enough that these young drivers have been learning and learning well from a manfield over on the west coast to the Hamptons and Highlands. I mean, one day Tony Quinn will probably get the New Zealand Grand Prix at uh, Hampton Downs. That's what he's aiming to do. Toyota has moved their base there, which is a significant thing. One of the other things they've just recently uh, done is uh, add to their uh, management of the series with Sarah Schofield, Nee Brown, Sarah Brown, as she's known now, having married recently. She was uh, an assistant to start with and then became an extremely competent operations woman and she's been employed by the uh, Toyota Race Series to look after the operation of that series and that will be a wonderful pull-up for her career to go over a successful series and to run it over the five weeks of uh, early January, February. So that's going to be a wonderful thing. Well, Tony, it's been great to speak to you here on Inside Motorsport and uh, look forward to catching up with you in a few weeks' time when you uh, speak to us about how the Highlands 501 has managed to uh, conclude the Australian GT Endurance Championship. Look forward to it being Craig as well. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.